Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, an in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. We are in the middle of a series just getting started, really, the Psalms. We're looking at these inspired scripture songs written over, well, maybe a thousand years altogether that give us counsel about how to live as men and women of God in these last days of Earth's history. So welcome today. Teach us to pray from the Psalms. Welcome to Hope Sabbath School. Welcome to the team. This is going to be a great series, isn't it? I'm excited today because one of our team, Brittany, is going to be leading our study. Always enjoy having our team teachers here. And we've got some remote team members with us, too. Let's see who we have. Nicholas, good to see you again. Glad you're with us today. And Leah, always good to have you on the team. We're glad to have our remote team members to add some greater depth to our discussion. And we're glad that you're here with us because you are part of our global interactive Bible study. We love to hear from you. Write to us at sshope at hopetv.org. Tell us, maybe you're leading an interactive Bible study in your area, in your church, or in a small group. We'd love to hear how God's blessing you through His Word. Well, I'm excited as we're beginning this series on the Psalms that we have a special gift for you, and we have a special guest to tell us about that gift. So I want to invite my wife, Bodil. Sometimes they say, Bodil, can't your wife come and say hello? So tell them about the special gift that we have for this series on the Psalms. Right. So the special gift is a collection of six scripture songs from the Psalms. And that includes the theme song, right? Yes. Psalm 105. So, you know, my wife's been composing scripture songs since our boys were little, and those trilogy scripture songs have blessed many lives, and we want you to be blessed as well. And one of them, we're going to sing in just a minute. Thank you, Bodil. So, take advantage of that free gift of six trilogy scripture songs from the Psalms by going to our website, hopetv.org slash hopess. Click on the free gift tab, and you can get your free collection of songs, including the one that we'll be singing. Well, we could even sing it right now. It's taken from Psalm 105. Let's sing it together. Upon his name, 
Well, I was so excited wanting to sing that song, Oh, Give Thanks to the Lord. I forgot to share with you some of our Hope Sabbath School members around the world who've written in. So I'm going to do that, uh, Brittany, before we pray and begin our study. Here is someone, well, he says, good day. So you could guess where he's from. <laughs> from Australia, Samuel writes, he says, good day, Hope Sabbath School. And we say, good day. <laughs> I watch your show each week. Actually, he says, I listen to your show each week while driving to work. I'm truly blessed with a loving wife and three happy and healthy children and a career as a longshoreman that he works in uh, shipping with every Friday sunset to Saturday sunset off-site so I can honor the Sabbath each week. Amen. Amen. He said it's been like that for 16 plus years, never had a problem. He thinks he's the only longshoreman in the Southern Hemisphere (laughs) that gets Sabbath off every week. Well, I'm not sure if that's true, Samuel. It could be true, but praise God that God's honoring him and his commitment to honor God. Amen? Amen. So thanks for writing to us. And he said, loving wife and three beautiful children. Praise God. Here is a note from a viewer in Michigan, a Hope Sabbath School member. Hey, Travis, would you give a wave to Cheryl and her family? Travis, a fellow Michigander. Is that what they call someone Mm -hmm. from Michigan? We so enjoy watching Hope Sabbath School each week, writes Cheryl. I appreciate the insights class members make. I also think it's great to have remote members. Well, I don't know if we can put uh, one of the remote members up there and have somebody wave. Nicholas, could you wave at Sherry and the folks in Michigan? We're glad to have remote team members with us. May God continue to bless you. Thanks for writing to us, uh, Cheryl from Michigan. Here's a handwritten note from a couple in Florida, and I want to say thank you to each one of you who sent little handwritten notes. They write and say, thank you for sending the message, the wonderful news of God's love to the world Mm -hmm. through Hope Sabbath School. Mm -hmm. God's blessings and a gift of $47. Well, thank you. I'm sure there's some significance to the four and the seven, but God bless you. Thank you for being part of this ministry. And thanks to each one of you that chooses to support what God is doing through the ministry of Hope Sabbath School. You can go to our website, by the way, hopetv.org slash hopess, click on the donate button, or find an address and write to us as our donors just did. One last note from Widron in Zambia. We have a lot of Hope Sabbath School members in Zambia. And uh, Widron writes, thank you for the good job you are doing teaching us about the Bible. Personally, I've been following this program since its inception here in Zambia. Mm. It has grown my faith in my Christian life. Amen. Amen. Keep it up. And we are praying for you, Widron from Lusaka. Well, Widron, thanks for writing to us. We're glad you're part of our Hope Sabbath School family. I'm excited about today's study, Teach Us to Pray. And our team teacher, Brittany, is going to lead us in prayer as we study. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you so much for the opportunity to call you our Father and to know you. 
And we thank you for sending Jesus to die for us and for giving us hope of everlasting life with you. Mm -hmm. And we thank you, Jesus, for the promise of the Holy Spirit that will help us as we study your word today. And we just invite the Holy Spirit to be in our hearts and minds as we open up your word, that it would be truly living and active. Amen. And that it would come alive and change not only our lives here in the studio, but those lives of all who will hear in the future around the world. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, have you ever heard a little child learning how to pray? Mm. It's one of the sweetest things to hear. And a lot of times when a child learns to pray, they start out repeating what their parent or adult that's teaching them is telling them to say, right? And it might be something simple like praying for food. And they might say, you know, dear Jesus. And then the little child says, dear Jesus. And then, you know, thank you for the food. Thank you for the food. And, you know, we love you. We love you. Amen. Amen. And then it's so sweet when they get to that stage where they want to pray on their own Mm. and they start, you know, coming up with their own prayers. And many times they're praying about simple little things that we kind of forget to bring to God, right? Um, They might pray about, um, you know, I just stubbed my toe, or they might pray about their stuffed animal that they think is sick or, you know, different things. Mm -hmm. But I love seeing their heart and how they trust God and how they believe that whatever they tell God, he hears them and he's going (laughs) to answer. And so may we be like little children today, as we come to the book of Psalms and as we study and learn how to pray, may we have that mindset of a little child that God is teaching us how to pray and we're hearing from him, we're repeating after him and then um, he's bringing scripture to our mind as we pray as well. So as we start today, we want to look at a scripture about how uh, Jesus' disciples actually came to him and they asked him, how to pray. And so we're going to go to the book of Luke in chapter 11 and verse 1. And I'm going to ask Stephanie to read that for us as we get started. All right. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. Thank you, Stephanie. And what was Jesus' response to this request? Mm. Did he just dismiss it and say, you know, there's a lot of scriptures you can go and look at. Um, <laughs> you, there, you have all the Psalms. Um, what did he say next? He prayed. He prayed, right? And so let's look at what Jesus prayed in the following verses. I'm going to ask Travis to continue for us in verses two through four. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. So he said to them, when you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Travis. Now, when people hear this request of the disciples and then the response of Jesus, some may conclude this is the only way we should pray, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus, the Lord of the universe, gave us an example and we should just repeat what he said over and over again. Um, now, are there any scriptures that, that either say, yes, we should do that or no, we should not? Um, and can you share any of those scriptures with us? Mm. 
Yes, Samantha. Ephesians 6, 18 to 19. Would you take us there? Ephesians chapter 6, verses 18 and 19. I'll be reading from the New King James Version, Ephesians 6, verse 18 and 19. And it reads, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Thank you, Samantha. So here we have Paul writing a letter to the Ephesians, right? And in it, he's saying, pray for me so that I have the Holy Spirit and the power to share the gospel with everyone that I meet, right? So he's saying, make a personal prayer request on my behalf or intercede for me, which wasn't part of the Lord's prayer, (laughs) right? right. Um, But that is something very important, an important part of prayer. Harold, you wanted to add to that. Well, even Jesus, if you go to John 17, I mean, it's a long prayer, but Jesus is pouring out his heart to God and praying for his disciples and for the world, mm. uh, even for the disciples that will be, you know, made even after his time yes. on earth. Mm. So, yeah, so Jesus has more than one prayer, right, in sure. the scriptures. I, yes. I think there's a little reference in Matthew's uh, mm. account. It says, in this manner. Mm. Mm. So I think uh, Jesus is saying, this is kind of a, a model, a way to pray, begin praising God, making requests, Mm -hmm. close by praising God again. Mm -hmm. But but you make a good point. There are many examples where uh, we're not just praying uh, what we call the Lord's Prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Derek. Yeah. And there's a couple other verses I'd like us to look at. Let's go to Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 4. And I'm going to ask Nicholas to read that for us in Philippians 1, verses 3 through 4. Yes, Philippians 1, 3 through 4, I'll be reading from the New King James Version. I thank God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making request for you with all joy. Thank you, Nicholas. So here's Paul again, and here he's writing a letter to uh, the Philippians, those in Philippi, right? And he's praising God for these people. So we can thank God for people that have made a difference or that maybe we've seen um, them accept the gospel, and he's just thanking God for that work. Um, Travis, did you want to add to that? Well, I just want to build on what Derek had mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier and on this whole concept that we're talking about, and that is in in Matthew, that's what Derek was referring to in Matthew chapter 6. Um, in verse 9, it says, in this manner, um, pray, or with this. And so it's almost like he gives us that model, but then he actually, Jesus recites the same prayer that we read in Luke. It's the same, it's the Lord's prayer. And something Derek, I learned from Derek a long time ago, Derek, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I, but but you preach actually the first sermon ever you, pre- you preached, you taught the congregation to pray, and I see, believe we see this here in this model, um, recognizing God's authority mm-hmm. under, uh, and according to His will. And that changed my prayer life because I realized that I first need to recognize who God is. So this, 
the beginning of the model prayer that I believe God gives is recognize His authority and praying according to His will. Thank you for that. Amen. Adding that, Travis, that beautiful comment. And I love how um, Jesus says, our Father in heaven, right? So we can approach Him as a child coming to our Father um, as a loving, a loving Father, right? And so it's so beautiful to see. Um, and as if you, we could spend a whole study just breaking down the Lord's <laughs> Prayer, but right. it does give us a real outline because it has praise, it has confession, it has supplication, asking for our needs. It's asking for victory over Satan. It's asking for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. So there's a lot of elements mm. that we focus on in prayer that are outlined there. Um, and so it's a beautiful example for us. Mm-hmm. Thank you, each one. And there is one more verse I'd like us to look at in Matthew. And Jesus actually gives instructions saying how um, when we pray that we should avoid certain things. And so we're going to go to Matthew chapter 6 and verses 7 and 8. And I'm going to ask Leah to read that for us. Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. And it reads, And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you even ask Him. Mm. Mm. So what can we learn from that verse? What important um, teaching is Jesus mm. giving to his disciples and to us today? I see, mm. Puya, you smiling when, you, when we finished reading that verse. Right. It's so practical because I think it's... Uh, Yes. It may be misleading for some people thinking that there is a secret way of chanting words, mm-hmm. repeating mm-hmm. words to have access to God. Mm-hmm. But I think Jesus is teaching us that just talk to God as mm-hmm. your Father. Yes. It's like how you would talk to you know, an uh, earthly father. Mm-hmm. Just talk to Him, approach Him. You don't have to repeat some, mm-hmm. some coded you know, chanting words in order to have a special reach to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you, Puya. Yes, Stephanie. It makes me think that God is saying, be real with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to have vain repetition. Mm -hmm. And it's even in verse 8 that the Father knows the things that you need. So he's asking Mm -hmm. us, come and ask for what is impacting you today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you, Stephanie. And I saw Leah, you had a comment as well. Just building off of what Stephanie was saying, um, he already knows what we need, but he wants to hear from us anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's just further proof that God desires to have relationship with us, Mm -hmm. that we need him and he knows that we need him, but he already knows what we need. He just wants the communication and the relationship. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Leah. And it just reminds me of that parent-child relationship Mm -hmm. again, right? Um, Many times when a child is crying, uh, the parent knows exactly what they need. Oh, they're hungry again. Oh, they're sleepy. They haven't had their nap. Oh, you know, they are in a mood because they didn't sleep well last night. But many times once the child can speak, the parent asks them, what is it that you need? And then the child will, you know, respond and, and it builds that relationship. So thank you, Leah. Samantha, you and would also, like to And also, God, he's trying to tell us that you don't have to try to impress me. Mm-hmm. I know you. I form you. Mm-hmm. You understand? We don't, we don't have to worry about spell checks and grammatical errors mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. go to him. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Thank you, Samantha. And, you know, Brittany, th- we, we take for granted this thing about don't pray with vain repetitions, mm-hmm. but it's really so important. Mm-hmm. I remember as a teenager visiting a, a major religious site Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. were just repeating the prayers over and over again and I could have been 
uh, in Europe or I could have been in uh, in Asia, but where people are just, mm -hmm. and, and God's saying that that's not a relationship conversation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I know we're going to go to the Psalms and learn some things about prayer there, but I really reinforce that it is the opening of the heart to God yeah. as to a friend That's right. or to a loving parent. Mm -hmm. yeah. Beautiful. Thank you all for your comments. Well, now we are going to turn to the Psalms and we're going to see how um, we can learn how to pray from the Psalms. And so we're going to go to Psalm 23. And I want to make this practical because there may be viewers around the world that are asking, how can I pray? I don't know how to pray. Um, you know, I've only been taught the Lord's Prayer or I've only been taught, you know, a specific scripture and I don't know how to communicate with God. And so I would like our team to kind of demonstrate not necessarily a prayer, but just how would you pray in response to these scriptures that we're going to look at together today? And so let's go to Psalm 23 to start that most famous Psalm, I believe. And we talked a little bit about it in our last lesson, but we're going to go to Psalm 23 and I'm going to ask um, Harold, uh, rather than reading the whole Psalm, just how would you uh, pray in response to that psalm? Since that's a very well-known psalm, um, and if you haven't read it before, I encourage the you Lord open the shepherd, Bible. Right? Yep, the Lord is my shepherd. Go and open Psalm 23 and read it. And um, Harold, give us an example. What would you say in response after reading that psalm to God? Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I can take like the beginning verse, like the Lord is my shepherd, like. Like, Lord, I know that I can trust you because you're going to lead me. I don't know where I need to be, where I need to go, but just following you, I, I, I should be at peace because eventually it says he leads me, he, he, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me lie beside still water. So it's like, I'm taken care of. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. help me, Lord, help me just uh, follow you as my shepherd. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Puya, you would like to add to that? Yes, I would say pray through the psalm. Mm -hmm. You know, put yourself in the shoe of the one who wrote it. For example, in this place, David. David was a shepherd. Mm -hmm. I may not uh, have never have the experience of being a shepherd, but I could imagine, you know, what David must have went through as he wrote the psalm, thinking, okay, God, you're like a shepherd. You know, I, I am like a sheep that needs uh, somebody to look after me. Mm -hmm. So putting myself in the story, asking the question, who is God in this psalm? Who am I in this psalm? And so the picture becomes very clear. God is presented as a shepherd, and I am presented as a, a little sheep needing somebody to protect me. And so as you read through the psalm and pray through the psalm, as you put yourself in the shoe of the writer, I, pick it, I, I believe the prayer would be very experiential. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. What a great example for us to um, imagine ourselves in the experience of the person writing the psalm and, and realizing I am like a helpless sheep. Mm. Yeah. I can't save myself. Right. I don't know where I'm going today. I can't provide for myself, mm -hmm. but God can, mm -hmm. and, and letting Him uh, encourage you through that prayer. Travis, did you have something you wanted to add to that? No, I was just agreeing uh, with, I, I was actually appreciating mm -hmm. his description of God the, being the shepherd mm -hmm. and him being the little sheep. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought that was a great, you know, great way to put yourself in the psalm as the writer, uh, because I think, um, I think that's a real practical way 
of, of learning from the, of the Bible writers. That's right. Thank you all. Tendi, you wanted to add to that as well? Yes. Um, I wanted to say that you should claim the promises that are mm -hmm. in the psalm. Mm -hmm. um, it says in verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, when you pray and you talk to God as a friend, mm -hmm. claim that promise and tell him that you believe in it mm -hmm. and therefore it will happen in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. These promises are not empty words, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, God made the promise and he wants to renew the promise in our heart and our life today. Mm -hmm. So thank you for reminding us of that, Tendi. Let's look at another example. Let's go to Psalm 27, and we're going to read this one together. In Psalm chapter 27, and we're going to look at verses 1 through 5, and I'm going to ask Kylinda to read that for us. I will be reading Psalm 27, verses 1 through 5, and this is from the New King James Version. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid mm. when the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh? My mm. enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Mm. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Amen, that's beautiful. And we are gonna read two more verses in this Psalm as well. And so Kylinda, if you would drop to verses 13 and 14, and then we're gonna discuss how um, we can make this Psalm practical in prayer as well. Of course, starting in verse 13, again with the New King James Version. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Thank you, Kylinda. Now, anyone from the team, would you like to share um, an example of how you would pray in response to that psalm? Or maybe you have felt like the psalmist um, at a point in your life, and this psalm really speaks to you, and, and it did encourage you. Um, anyone would like to share? Yes, Stephanie? It, yes, it does, actually, for me. And my response is, Lord, help me to keep my eyes fixed on you and not the things that are happening around me. Mm. Help me not to be discouraged by that, but keep my eyes focused on you. Mm -hmm. mm. Beautiful, Jeffrey. Yes, it reminds me of lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Mm. Yeah. And this is the situation where we don't need to, like you said, we don't need to look around, we need to look up. Mm. So. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, Kylinda. I like to sometimes write the words of the psalm out, mm. and then I'll write the verse, but this time maybe applying it to my own particular want or mm. slightly altering the words. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking about verse two, like when the wicked come against me to mm. eat up my flesh, I could say, well, when test anxiety is coming yes. due to this yes. class, mm -hmm. then this is my response. And mm -hmm. so I can 
um, personalize it to mm -hmm. my situation. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. right. Thank you, mm -hmm. Kylinda, for sharing that example. Samantha. For me, and I would pray, you know, Lord, give me the faith to believe in the power that you have to protect me mm -hmm. and also help me to wait upon you because sometimes we don't get the answer we want, but help us that we will be able to trust in your power to come through for us. Beautiful. Harold, you would also like to add to that? Yeah. In relation to verse 13 and 14, I can see like a prayer formulating in regards to being patient and waiting on the Lord because at times we might have to endure some pain and suffering, but at the same time we can say, wait on the Lord, like, Lord, help me wait on you because I don't know what transform transforming work you're doing on the other person who is mm -hmm. committing the harm. And I've heard so many testimonies of people where their persecutors, you know, did many things, mm -hmm. but then they follow the Lord. Mm. because God made it open a door and they're like, you know, I'm a believer, thanks to you, even though I, you know, did these things, forgive me. So it's like, mm -hmm. wow. So mm -hmm. you, it's, we do need that extra strength. And I think we can claim that promise from these verses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's not just vain words. God is actually encouraging our heart, right? Strengthening our heart um, and giving us courage to keep moving forward despite the circumstances that we're going through. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you all for sharing. Let's read another Psalm and let's see how we could pray in response to that. Let's go to Psalm chapter 34, verses 1 through 3. And I would like Nicholas to read that for us. Psalm 34, 1 through 3. And um, keep your Bible open, Nicholas, because we're going to also read some other verses after that in the same chapter. Yes, I will be reading from the New King James Version, Psalm 34, 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Thank you, Nicholas. So before we keep reading the other verses, how would you pray in response to that psalm? that portion of the psalm. Yes, Travis. Well, I was um, impressed by these first couple verses because here he's inviting people to pray and praise God with him. Mm. So I, mm. here we see um, him introducing corporate prayer, corporate praise, mm -hmm. uh, corporate prayers of praise, I guess, um, mm -hmm. to the God Almighty. And, mm -hmm. and so that's what, um, that's something I learned from that prayer. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Samantha. And it's kind of like sometimes um, we, we start a prayer and we just start it to ask God for all kinds of things before we first acknowledge mm -hmm. him mm. for who he is. Mm -hmm. So it's first giving him that praise and adoration, mm -hmm. just saying thanks to him for all that he has done before we go with our laundry list of things that we want him to grant mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what, what I see here. You know? That's so important. Yes, Derek. I had to smile while Nicholas, uh, maybe he'll share a little testimony, but <laughs> I had to smile while he was reading that because his mother sang that scripture song to him as a little boy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I saw him reading it with real enthusiasm mm -hmm. because that word is actually in his heart. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I think what we will see where we actually begin to use words inspired songs as part of our prayer mm -hmm. because it reflects um, our, our own thoughts and feelings. But mm -hmm. it's just a great illustration again, uh, as some, some may know, um, uh, Nicholas's mother, Ashley, was the lead vocalist on our, our theme song for this mm -hmm. series. And it just illustrates when the word is in you how powerful it can be. The Holy mm -hmm. Spirit can use it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, Derek. I did see your hand raised, Nicholas. Did you want to add to that? And then I'll have you continue reading after that. 
Uh, yes, absolutely. One other thing I was going to mention in relation to praying with the Psalms is we're often given cues about the spirit our heart should be in mm-hmm. as we're praying these. I noticed in verse 2, uh, David writes, The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Mm-hmm. So as we're praying through this, we can also say, Lord, give me that humility mm-hmm. and make my boast only in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you, Amen. Nicholas. Would you keep reading for us in verses four through seven of the same chapter, please? Yes, absolutely. Starting in verse four, again, from the New King James Version, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Amen. Beautiful. There's so many instances in our lives (laughs) where we don't always realize God is there delivering us, but there are some times where we get a glimpse into that, right? Um, Where we see, you know, we're in traffic and this car cuts us off or we (laughs) see, you know, different things and it could have been an accident or, um, you know, I am hiking and I slip and I could have fallen off the cliff, right? There's all of these times in our life and sometimes we get to see a glimpse of God was there, Mm -hmm. but there's many times in our life we don't see Mm -hmm. that he was there protecting us, right? And one day in heaven, we'll find out all of those times that our guardian angel was protecting us. But I can think of many ways to pray in response to that prayer. Um, Just those verses rather. For the sake of time, um, Nicholas, would you continue reading? And we're going to read eight through 10 and then 11 through 22. Yes, starting in verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Amen. Beautiful. And then would you read 11 through 22? Yes, absolutely. Come, you little children, listen to me. I will teach the fear of the Lord to you. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. And the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones. Not one of them shall be broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Nicholas. There's so many nuggets of promise packed in that psalm, aren't there? Um, Would someone like to give an example of just maybe one phrase that stood out to you or has spoken to you in the past of how you would pray in response to that section that we just read of that psalm? Yes, Nicholas. Yes, one thing that stood out to me again is verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Mm. You know, we are not promised a life free from trials on this earth, 
but we have that promise that God delivers us Hallelujah. through those Amen. troubling times. Amen. Thank yes. you, Nicholas. Tendi, I saw you had your hand raised as, as yes. well. Yes, this is actually one of my favorite songs, <laughs> and I love its personality. It's so uh, vibrant, and my favorite verse is um, 8 to 10. Oh, taste and see that mm. the Lord is good. <laughs> Blesses the man who trusts in Him. <laughs> it's a psalm I used uh, quite recently to encourage my cousin who's going through a hard time, <laughs> and I just felt like recording a voice note and reading it, mm. you know, mm. vibrantly mm. To, <laughs> to encourage him to trust in the Lord Amen. and taste and see his goodness. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Amen. Thank you Amen. for that testimony, Tendi. Jeff, I saw you had your hand. Yes, I would like to go to verse 18. Mm-hmm. And this is the English Standard Version. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Mm-hmm. I have seen in my personal life a lot of friends, a lot of family members mm-hmm. that had this brokenhearted, mm-hmm. crushed spirit. And mm-hmm. it's comforting that even Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the poor in spirit, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. he's with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. what a great promise. And to you who are listening, maybe you've been through something that's difficult, that your heart feels broken, uh, but this promise from the Lord, this song, mm-hmm. can encourage your heart today. Amen. So please read that over, meditate on the words, and let God revive your heart today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Samantha. Um, I look at verse 16, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And I remember growing up, in the church with older folks and when they pray there one line I remember distinctly is to fly the trap of the enemies and you know I believe you know God he he has that power he says to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth that's the, the those who do evil so we mm. see so much wrongs today mm. and we think it's gonna last forever but no God he is doing something about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wonderful I wish we had time to, to dissect the whole psalm because there's so much packed into it but take time um, journal like Kalinda said write down the psalm and verse by verse go through it and let God speak to you mm. and then respond to him as you hear him speaking to your heart Well, let's continue. And I uh, wanted to look at some examples where Jesus actually quoted the Psalms. And so we're going to look at um, a couple of scriptures that show us this. And we're going to go to Matthew chapter 27 and verse 46 for our first example. Matthew 27, 46. And I'm going to ask Leah to read that for us, please. Matthew 27, verses 46. And I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, leme sabachthani, that I, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm. Thank you, Leah. Now, does anyone know where Jesus was quoting from? Since we're focusing on the Psalms. Psalms. Yes, Tendi. Psalm 22, verse 1. Mm -hmm. And let's just look at that, because we want to see how Jesus was actually uh, remembering a scripture song, right? Mm -hmm. And this was a prophecy about himself. And he is bringing it to mind. He's saying it out loud that the people around who knew the scriptures would remember, wow, this was prophesied. And now he's saying it. He must be the Messiah. And so let's uh, read that. Tendi, would you read that for us? And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. Why are you so far mm-hmm. away from helping me 
and from the words of my groanings. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Tendi. Mm. Wow, and we can just see how we can bring our feelings, our emotions, our struggles. Uh, it almost sounds like he feels um, all alone, like mm. God has betrayed him, even though we know that later on he says, I commit my spirit into your hands, right? But there's times where we feel like that. And the Son of God, the God of the universe, also felt like that when he took on our humanity. So mm. he relates and understands when we feel like that as well. And, and, and we don't have time to to look at the whole psalm, but that psalm is all about Messiah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not one of his bones will be broken. They'll cast lots. I mean, it's like that thousand-year-old scripture song at the time of Jesus, already a thousand years old, is the story of his life, mm-hmm. especially during those final days. Mm-hmm. So wow. the Holy Spirit brought that scripture song back to his remembrance, mm-hmm. and he's using the words of the psalmist as a prayer mm-hmm. to his Father. Beautiful. Thank you for reminding us of that, Derek. Now let's read Luke chapter 23 for another example from Jesus himself, Luke 23:46. And I'm going to ask Puya if he would be willing to read Luke chapter 23 and verse 46 for us. Sure, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Mm-hmm. Having said this, he breathed his last. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Puya. Does anyone know where Jesus was quoting from in that last words that he spoke before he died? Yes, Travis, I saw you shaking your head. From Psalm 31 5. Psalm 31 5. And um, you can look that up at home for the sake of time. We're going to continue on in our, our study. Um, but he's quoting those exact words, uh, right? He's remembering that scripture song and he's uh, committing himself to God. He's trusting that even though I didn't feel you here, uh, this sacrifice is going to be enough, right? Amen. I fulfilled your will and now I'm committing myself to you. Um, and what a great reminder for us at any stage of our life, but especially near the end of our lives, that, you know, my life is in your hands, God, and I don't have to fear death, right? Um, what a wonderful reminder. Now, we're going to look at how uh, we mentioned in our first study that there is a psalm for every season of life, right? And I want us to share um, how when we read the psalm, if there was a time in your life where that psalm or that sentiment from the psalm um, was meaningful to you and God spoke to you through it or reminded you um, of his presence through it. And so we're going to look at a couple examples. We're going to look at um, one about praise and we're going to look at Psalm 9. Psalm chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. And I'm going to ask Kailinda to read that for us. Psalm chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. I will be reading from the New King James Version. This is a prayer and thanksgiving for the Lord's righteous judgments to the chief musician, to the tune of Death of the Son, a Psalm of David, starting in verse 1. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Mm, beautiful psalm. And I, we have a scripture song that Bodil has written on and that as in well. The in for the collection for this uh, series on the psalms Wonderful. if people go to the website. Yes, yeah, so you can have that as your own to listen to and memorize um, God's word. But anyone have a story from your own life uh, when you were praising God and you were saying similar words to the psalmist here because of something that he did. He answered a prayer or he gave you a promise 
Christmas when you needed it. Um, anyone have a testimony to share? Stephanie's smiling. I saw you smiling, Stephanie. Share. All the floor, but yes, I had been praying very um, sincerely for God's leading in whether or not I should go back to school, mm. and miracle after miracle took place, and I went back to school, and um, I just praise God for how He not only got me there, but supplied for all my needs during mm. that time. Beautiful. Mm. Thank you for that testimony. So maybe you're praying about a future step, and, and God is going to lead you like He did for Stephanie. So thank mm. you, Stephanie. And, and actually, she did what it says, I will tell. I will <laughs> praise you. I will tell. So here in Hope Sabbath School, she's just giving that testimony of praise to God. That's right. Mm. And I have to say that um, after I had that experience, I told the Lord, I said, I will tell whoever you want me to tell. Mm -hmm. And I met uh, Derek and Bodil at prayer meeting in Forest Lake Church. And that Sabbath, he had asked me to give my testimony. So I said, of course, I can't say no. And then she became a a team member and team teacher Mm -hmm. on Hope's Abba School. So that's, that's really living the message of the mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for sharing that beautiful testimony. <laughs> now let's look at another psalm that focuses on confession and repentance. And we're going to go to Psalm 51, a pretty famous psalm of David. And uh, the context of this is after he committed adultery mm-hmm. with Bathsheba and then he murdered her husband Terrible. in order to cover up this sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until Nathan the prophet came and confronted him that he came to this point of repentance but I'm going to ask Travis to read that for us in Psalm 51, verses 1 through 4, please. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I have acknowledged my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, Mm. that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Mm. Mm -hmm. And would you also keep reading in verses 10 through 12 as well, Travis? Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your generous spirit. Mm, Beautiful. Has anyone um, had an experience where God confronted them, the Holy Spirit spoke to your heart and you realized you needed to repent? um, And this this promise from God or this psalm of David um, actually was some of your words back to God. I saw, Jeffrey, that you had your hand raised. Yes. uh, This is not an experience, but this always, I just immediately jumped to Isaiah uh, chapter 1, verses Mm -hmm. 18. So this is the English Standard Version. Okay, give us a minute to get there. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18. Yes. And which version are you reading from? Uh, The English Standard Version. All right, go ahead and read it for us, please. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. Mm. Praise God. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so 
the scriptures are connected, right? Yes. Um, and one scripture can remind us of another one. Yes. And we know that uh, David was given forgiveness yes. from God, right? He restored him. Um, he cleaned his heart and he became a man after God's own heart, mm -hmm. even after that experience, right? And he truly repented. Mm -hmm. He didn't just say those words, but mm -hmm. we saw a change, yes. right? Repentance, you're going one way and you turn back towards God, right? And mm -hmm. we see that with David, he turned completely mm -hmm. back to God with his whole heart. Right. Um, beautiful testimony. Yes. Thank you uh, for sharing that. Um, I saw Samantha. I saw a lot of hands with this verse, but mm -hmm. Samantha, would you like to share with yes. us? Yes, um, I've always loved this Psalm um, 51 because you know it shows that no matter how low you think you have gone in sin, once you go to God with a contrite heart, like David did, he acknowledged his sins, right. and he also acknowledged. God's power to forgive him. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really love it, that there is hope for all of us, no matter how far gone we think we are. Amen. That's right. Thank Praise you, God. Samantha. And Harold, yes. did you have a personal story you wanted to share or just? Well, just in summary, because I have shared like my reckless life before here, but I mean, I have prayed pretty much similar words like uh, David did. And I do believe that God does forgive me because I do have peace afterward. Mm. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord, that you, you, you know, you don't cast me to the side. Thank you that you accept me as you also even accepted David. Mm -hmm. I just pray that, yes, give me a contrite heart. I mean, give me a, a clean heart mm -hmm. and I don't want to do this again. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just praise God that he does give me comfort and peace after mm -hmm. that confession Beautiful. happens. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, as uh, that text was being read, just Simon Peter flashed into my mm -hmm. mind having blasphemed and said he didn't even mm. know Jesus. Wow. I can imagine him going to the garden and saying, have mercy on me, O God, according mm -hmm. to your loving kindness. Mm -hmm. Create in me a clean heart. And, and having the courage to believe mm -hmm. that God is abundant in mercy to all mm -hmm. who call upon him mm -hmm. and becoming a leader of, yes. of God's church. Yeah. Um, but, but this is where I really want to encourage all of us yes. to hide those words in our mm -hmm. heart yeah because that's a prayer that we may need to pray yeah. mm -hmm. and we don't have to stumble with the Holy Spirit will help us. Mm -hmm. Romans 6, 26, the Spirit will help us mm -hmm. to pray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you for that reminder. We're going to continue on and look at a few more promises and how um, maybe this promise has been special to you specifically at a moment in your life. So we're going to look at how um, there's a promise in Psalm chapter 61 verses 1 through 6 that talks about how God can give us strength when we need it, which I think happens to many of us uh, on a daily basis. But let's read Psalm 61, 1 through 6. And I'm going to ask Leah to read that for us. Psalm 61, verses 1 through 6. This is the English Standard Version. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Prolong the life of the king. May his years endure to all generations. Amen. Thank you, Leah. Anyone have a, a short story of how this uh, sentiment from this psalm touched your heart um, when you were in a moment of need? Leah, please share with us. I have used this as a prayer oftentimes when I felt overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, I really like the imagery that it portrays 
um, lead me to the rock that is higher and higher than I. I think of you know something larger than myself and very strong, um, a strong tower against the enemy. God is our fortress that um, we are safe within. Um, I like I like to go camping, so the idea of dwelling in God's tent is very peaceful for me. Um, and then obviously taking refuge under the shelter of his wings, like we had spoken about earlier, kind of like a mother hen gathers her chicks. It's just very comforting to me and provides a lot of peace. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you, Leah, for sharing. We're going to look at one more psalm um, for another season of life and how this may have spoken to you or maybe in the future. God will bring this psalm to you when you need it. So we're going to look at Psalm 13, verses 1 through 4. I'm going to ask Puya to read that for us, Psalm 13, 1 through 4. Sure, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say, I have prevailed against him. Let those who trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in your mercy. Mm. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. I love how David often does that, or the Psalms often do that, that he's focused on his situation, he's discouraged, he's ready to give up, and then he remembers. <laughs> I have a God that's bigger than this situation, and he can take Praise care God. of it, right? right? And it's a great reminder for us. Does anyone have a short testimony, Puya, um, about this promise? It's, it's interesting that you asked me to read this specific, <laughs> this specific Psalm, because the first uh, verse where it talks, David asked the question, how long will you hide your face from me? It's a very practical prayer for me because throughout my teenage years, I struggle a lot with doubt. Mm -hmm. Even though I grew up in the church, oftentimes I, I went through moments of doubts, whether God even hears my prayer or whether He even exists. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of young people are struggling with doubts mm -hmm. today. And this question of God, how long are you going to hide your face? I need to see you more. Mm -hmm. I need to experience you more. And I really love how David ends uh, the, the, his prayer here mm -hmm. by recounting how God has dealt with him in the past mm. yeah. bountifully. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that speaks powerfully because mm -hmm. when you are questioning whether God is listening to your prayers, mm -hmm. think back on how He has dealt with you before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. If yeah. He always has a good record of, a good track record of keeping His promises, mm -hmm. He will keep His promise in the future too. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you for that Amen. powerful Amen. testimony, Puya. As we close our lesson together, there's so many more promises. I encourage you to spend a lot of time in the Psalms mm. and make them your own. Um, you know, respond to God in prayer through them. But I want to share one quote that's from a book called Steps to Christ. And it's a, a beautiful book about how to have a closer walk with Jesus, how to come to Him, how to know Him. And from page 93, there's this promise um, that says, prayer is the opening of the heart to God as to a friend. Friend. Mm -hmm. Not that it is necessary in order to make known to God what we are, but in order to enable us to receive Him. Prayer does not bring God down to us, but brings us up to Him. Amen. And may we remember that um, promise that 
every scripture of God is a promise that God, is, it, he wants to have that relationship and that when we pray, it's not like, oh, dear God, please come down into my situation. It's actually God already knows my situation and Lord, lift me up Amen. to see your perspective because his perspective on our situation he sees eternally, right? The end result. We only see this very tiny moment of our lives and it seems overwhelming, but God sees the future and he sees how he's going to work something good out of this difficult situation. And so may we always come to God recognizing he wants to lift us up to him, that when we're talking to him, that we would leave that prayer session feeling encouraged and lifted up. And one uh, great way to always feel that way at the end of prayer is to praise him, right? Mm -hmm. Praise him for who he is. A lot of times we spend a lot of our prayer just asking God, you know what I'm going through? This is very difficult. And we focus <laughs> on the, the discouraging thing um, instead of focusing on who God is and what he's already done in our lives, like Puya said. And when we do that, I know when I've been in corporate prayer that we just focus on praising God or thanking him for what he's done. I always leave those sessions feeling so encouraged, like my God can do anything. Amen. Why am I afraid or why am I feeling discouraged in this moment. And so I encourage you today, um, wherever you're at in your life, whatever season you're going through, um, praise God for who he is. Go to the Psalms and let him encourage your heart through them. Amen. Derek, would you please pray for us? Thank you so much, Brittany. What a powerful study. And thank you for being with us today on Hope Sabbath School. As we were really repeating the request of the disciples, teach us to pray. And the Spirit of God can help us through the Psalms. Someone here needs to pray, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Someone here needs to pray, Wait on the Lord and put your name there. Be of good courage and He will strengthen your heart. Let's let the Word of God be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, thank you for this practical study. Uh, how from the Psalms we can we can learn more about prayer as we see the psalmists praying to you. And I pray that the Holy Spirit who guided the writing of these inspired songs would guide us as it was promised in Romans 8:26, that the Spirit would help us when we pray, that we would pray in harmony with your will and that miracles would happen because we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us for Hope Sabbath School. We're just starting our series on the Psalms. Don't forget to get that free collection of Trilogy Scripture songs. Go to our website, hide the Word of God in your heart so that you can be blessed. And then go out, be a blessing to those around you. 